If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here's your host, Brian Reinbold. And welcome, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're going to talk about return on integrity. Connect with us at the uh, sponsor website, BraveHeartsForKids.org. You can also connect with me at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. And uh, connect on LinkedIn, man. I've been really setting up some uh, excellent shows into the future with folks I've met on LinkedIn. And uh, using uh, using the strategy of... uh, uh, you know, ha- having that phone conversation to uh, to deepen the social connection rather than just being a, a LinkedIn number. So today our guest is John Blumberg, and uh, he uh, his website is BlumbergROI.com. It's B-L-U-M-B-E-R-G. ROI.com. I've been involved with, uh, you know, with John's circle of integrity on a couple of occasions, and it's a tremendous opportunity. And and uh, you know, I, I like to think of things as as uh, as being fun, and I have fun. And my dad used to say, if you learn something, it's a good day. So I always have a good day. You know, pretty much every time I get together with John. And so I'm, I'm really happy to welcome John Blumberg to the show. Thank, how are you doing today, John? I'm doing great, Brian. Great to be with you today. I understand you're you're doing some traveling, and uh, you've been busy uh, uh, last quarter and this quarter. Yeah, it's been uh, good. Great opportunities to move out this message on integrity, a topic that I think uh, is more important than ever. And so it's been um, just great uh, wherever we can move that message out. Uh, it's always a, that that is a wonderful day. Well, and I, I think one of the things that uh, you know that that I'm familiar with in the 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 idea of the return on integrity, you know, that's a, a play on the old ROI, you know, return on investment that everyone seems to be familiar with and so focused on, but return on integrity brings to bear uh, things that are uh, of a longer term nature uh, rather than just uh, say quarterly profits, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. And what I would say is when we invest in integrity, there is a return on on that investment. But this is is really about understanding when when you truly understand what integrity is and not, you know, not typically how we so casually toss about or talk about integrity, but this richer, deeper um, more enriching, more adventurous, more challenging way to look at integrity, I think has a return both in the short term and certainly uh, in the long term. And, and re- integrity, you know, I, I, I think one of the things that, um, uh, that I, I remember you saying is that integrity is not a sound bite. Uh, core values are not uh, sound bites, and there's you know there's so much uh, there's so much talk about core values and mission statements and and integrity. That's maybe the uh, you know really the the meaning and the the intention is lost in in much of the conversation today. Yeah, I think you're right, Brian. It's it's um, absolutely true. There, it, in fact, I talked in the leader version of Return on Integrity. I talked about one of the real dilemmas that we face is that there has been more talk about it, but oftentimes, um, not intentionally, uh, but oftentimes it is you know an inch deep and a mile wide and. And I think what happens is we we try to set values in an organization setting without understanding them at the personal level. And it's almost impossible. In fact, I would say it's impossible to lead integrity in an organization if the leader hasn't done their own interior work. And so what we're seeing is it's almost become a fad almost 
just become the the thing to do to get values up. And, um, you know, I recently heard somebody say that we coasterize them and, uh, you know, we put them on walls and and post-its, but we don't really dig deep into the level that, at least um, how I come at it, not only from the organizational level, but from the personal level. But you're exactly right, Brian. There's a lot more talk today about it, and you would think that would be a good thing. But I would suggest it can also be a dangerous thing when you think and assume that you've covered it, and now let's get back to business. And the truth is that the values are the business. Well, you mentioned the uh, the leader version of the uh, return on integrity, and I I think of that as uh, you know your first book. Um, I, I know you've you've written others before that, but the in terms of the return on integrity uh, book series, if you will, the the leader version mm-hmm. was the uh, the CEO version. That was the first one, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. In fact, I literally wrote. Um, I, I wrote that book to, for the leader at the top, whether it was the CEO or the chairman of the board or the president of the university or the athletic director for you know sports and at a university, whoever mm-hmm. the person that is at the very top. That book um, was written specifically for that individual, and it literally you know addresses what their role is and the work they need to personally do before um, you know they're able to ever actually, you know, lead it. And, and the, really the difference of that in the, in the other book is the sub, subtitle, which the subtitle was the new definition of ROI and why leaders need to know it. Um, but then what happened was they, I had CEOs saying, well, what do I give my people? This book was written for me, so what do I give my people? And that's really where the other version of Return and Integrity um, was put out with the subtitle, The Individual's Journey to the One Essential Thing. And that's that would be for everyone in the organization. And I would suggest that the person at the top is an individual as well, so they would you know, want to dive into that, that, into that version as well. Yeah, the individual's journey to the one essential thing. That's uh, I like that the the one essential thing, and uh, is is that integrity? That's integrity. Yeah, and, and and again, when we when we look at it at its full richness, you know, a lot of times, Brian, what we do is we will define integrity, as, and you see this a lot when organizations put integrity as a core value, and I actually say integrity is not a core value. It's the fabric of every value. But a lot of times where you see organizations um, express integrity as a core value, they'll mean it in terms of honesty or what you do when you know no one is looking. And I get that, but I would suggest those are that is not what integrity is. Those are lagging indicators of when integrity is in motion. So I like to think of integrity as um, it's the fabric of everything. And there really were three words that struck me when I began doing, really focusing on integrity almost 15 years ago now. And those three words are whole, entire, and undiminished. And if you really think about that collectively, it means everything is integrated. Everything is connected. And so I try to come at integrity at this much broader and much deeper approach to thinking what that looks like in an individual and what that looks like in an organization um, and how all of that's connected. And whole, entire, and undiminished, uh, uh, it, um, I guess uh, the, the word integrity, I, I suppose, has a root uh, going back to integrated, uh, or if they, uh, they share that? Yeah, and I'm, I'm probably an integer, uh, uh, I, and I don't know what the <laughs> Latin root um, per se is uh, on uh, that, uh, but you will see whole, entire, and undiminished in some expressions of integrity, and so I was trying to look at this from uh, this much more connected, and not only, if you think about it, integrity is really about relationship. It's the relationship not only with everyone, but it's the relationship with everything. And so, yeah, I think a healthy way to look at that is it's when things are integrated. In fact, I just recently, in, in given a keynote, I was talking about uh, this idea on core values and that, in, that integrity um, is a state of being and that integrity Integrity is, you know, not a core value, but it's the fabric of every value. And when you think about core values, 
one defining characteristic that I think about when we're talking about core values is that, um, and, and it's very different than our needs and our wants and our behaviors, but the core values, um, they never divide. Uh, and if, if you yeah. really think about if integrity is the, the connector, it would, and it's the fabric of, of values, it would be impossible for a value to actually, you know, divide. So a core value never divides. So, uh, so teamwork could be a, core value perhaps, uh, uh, but uh, competition may not be. Yeah, we might need competition. In fact, in some ways, we might need teamwork, and there may be a value that's driving that need for teamwork. So it might be respect, for instance. You know, mm-hmm. you just can't imagine respect ever dividing. Uh, but if respect is fueling teamwork and respect is fueling competition, then you have a whole different version, you know, of those. Um, and I know, Brian, you were good enough to come to the circle of integrity that we hold here in Chicago at the Morton Arboretum, and you know we go we dive pretty deep into that topic. It's it's not one just for the surface, but um, but certainly stirs the thinking. I think as individuals try to begin to dig, you know, down you know to the level of their core values. Um, um, but there are a lot of things that are needs that can parade around as core values because they're so strong and they're so foundational and they're so important to us. And so, you know, they, they can certainly get confused with core values. Yeah. You know, and I, I like to put things into an analogy and, and sometimes it helps me understand things better. When, when I, you know, you know I've been involved with Toastmasters and uh, last year, uh, about this time, I achieved uh, something called the Distinguished Toastmaster level. And so someone uh, that is so one of my friends uh, who is in Toastmasters and who has also become a Distinguished Toastmaster said, uh, he said, I see that you now, you have your DTM now. I, I, and I thought, no, I am a DTM and I thought there's a mm. there's a there's a distinction in my mind at least between having a DTM a distinguished Toastmaster award and being a distinguished Toastmaster. And it seems like what you're describing integrity is not something that you have; it's more like something that you are. Yeah, that's a great way. To, that's a great analogy. In fact, I talk and and I think we get really confused on this idea that we talk about integrity is such an absolute, like this person has integrity and this person doesn't. And I always say that we're always in a state, uh, um, a fluctuating state of integrity. It's not an object that that you hold, but integrity is a state of being. Mm-hmm. And that we're always, um, it's only with awareness, with an ever ongoing changing sort of you know set of circumstances around us different people different situations different decisions and so we're always honing into this state of being um, and and I would think that you know with your um, distinguished toastmaster um, you can have the award but if you're not living into the award you know every time you speak every time you present um, you you can have the award without being the award and so I, I think that's a great analogy, and, and I, I think that's very, very true um, with this idea of integrity. And, and you know, I, you know we, we can talk about this whole idea of drift, but we all yeah. drift, and, you know, and it's always about coming back to, to the core. And yeah. that's why knowing what that is um, can be very, very helpful in this state of being of integrity. We'll get to that um, in, a, in the next segment. Uh, we're coming up on a break. And uh, I want to talk about, uh, you know, that uh, idea of uh, coming back to the core and uh, avoiding, you know, we'll talk about drift uh, with John Blumberg, uh, Blumberg return on integrity on Bravehearts Radio here. Be with us uh, on the other side of 60 seconds and uh, we'll, we'll be back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. 
Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the Mission Specialist. You're tuned into VoiceAmerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're talking with John Blumberg about return on integrity. Connect with us. Uh, go to our sponsor website, BraveHeartsForKids.org. Uh, you can also uh, email me at Mission Specialist at Brave braveheartsradio.org turn on integrity the individual's journey to the one essential thing that's for everyone and there's the uh the predecessor of that book that uh, was for the uh the ceos and the corporate executives um uh, Blumberg, R-O-I.com, B-L-U-M-B-E-R-G-R-O-I.com. That's the, uh, the website for, for John's, uh, circle of integrity. I think of it as a, as a seven seminar or a workshop, maybe a workshop would be a better way to describe that. Yeah, I like to think of it uh, as an experience, and which is why I love holding it at the beautiful Morton Arboretum. Uh, just uh, you know, it creates a you know um, an experience where literally up to twenty chairs. We limit it to that, but twenty chairs in a circle, nothing else in the room for the whole day. So, uh, a lot of good conversation, a lot of deep diving on this uh, idea of uh, of integrity. So when we say it's a circle, uh, we literally uh, literally mean that. <laughs> it, it it really is, and you know we. We met at the National Speakers Association Academy, and I, I went through the National Speakers Association Academy three times. And you know, it, it, uh, it, my my dad might uh, might point out, uh, Brian, you're kind of a slow learner. But uh, what I you know what I found in reality was the uh, the, the value of of going back and and uh, spending that time at the academy was compounded each time and uh, dad did say you know if you learn something new it's a good day and that's what i found when i when i came back to the circle of integrity was that uh it was uh, you know it was something that um uh th- there was a compounding effect of the value of that, and I expect to come back again. And I know you've got those coming up, uh, you know, uh, near, on a nearly monthly basis now, aren't you? Yeah, so we're actually going to do five this year. We did three last year and five this year, and hopefully uh, we'll do 12 next year. Um, you know, as I hear you talk about that, Brian, both the Academy and also the Circle of Integrity of going back, uh, the great mystics used to always uh, talk about that repetition is not redundancy. And it's because we're always in a different place. And I know it certainly at the Circle of Integrity, but it was also true at the National Speaker Association's uh, Illinois Chapters Academy, is the people in the room, the conversation, 
uh, every time is different. So, you know, it certainly can, um, you know, uh, create a different experience. And I have you and uh, also another individual have come more than once, and they said it's, uh, you know, interesting. It was similar material, but a totally different experience. And I think that's because of the voices of the people, you know, in the circle and in the experience. And I think that's true about a lot of arenas of life. And, you know, we, we really leverage the opportunity to, you know, work with you and work with the NSA and, and uh, um, you know, get get the word out about, about great ideas. Um, you know, Rosie Zelinskas, who was at the uh, circle, the last circle that I attended, has been a guest on the show in February. And uh, she has a, 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 an integrity program that she's developing, um, especially for young women. And uh, executive, yep. young executives that uh, uh, you know that can uh, can move up in the uh, in the corporate world and uh, the success leadership career formula integrity success leadership career formula it's like it's it's a great idea and I had a terrific interview with her uh, a few weeks ago uh, you know we yeah t- that's we, awesome we Rosie's about, wonderful yeah we talked about uh, we talked about drift a little bit going into the break and. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, when we came out of the break, then I, I had drifted off onto another topic already. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, dr- drift is, uh, is, it's not, you, you, you don't, uh, you don't set out to drift somewhere. You, uh, you, you wind up drifting and uh, finding yourself in a place you never intended to be, right? Yeah, I can literally remember, Brian, when I was writing the book, Good to the Core, which was the precursor to Return on Integrity, and I was sitting in a Starbucks in Naperville, Illinois, and I always laugh because I used to, as I started writing books, I said, I, oh, I used to think that authors went to beautiful mountain chalets with wonderful views, but I was sitting in the back of a Starbucks, and I wrote down these two sentences that I actually didn't realize that they would become such a focal point of the book or people coming up after presentations. Uh, I should have known from my own life, but it simply said this, that we don't go running away from our values. We go drifting away, and one day we wake up in a place that we never meant to be drifting in a direction we never would have chosen. And I think so many relate to that because all of us have that experience. The truth is we've all drifted, and the truth is we will all drift again. Um, and and I, I would say that it's, um, it's both dangerously arrogant and naive to think otherwise, and that's why I think of integrity as a, as a fluctuating um, you know, state that we're always trying to hone to be in. Um, in fact, shortly after I wrote that, it was probably a couple of weeks later, I was down at the University of Alabama delivering a keynote, and a woman came up after, and we're talking about this idea of this real dilemma of that we assume we know our values when we actually don't. And, and by the way, most people assume they do, and, and they really don't. Um, and we were talking about this idea of drift, and what she came up and said, I'll never forget, because it was just gold. She said, you know, John, it kind of dawns on me, how would you know that you had ever left if you didn't know where you had started? And that's so critical is we all are going to drift. It's a reality of the world of disruption and change and speed that we live in. Um, But if we know where the core is, if we've identified what our core values are and we understand what values are at that level, is that when we begin to drift, we know it, and then we catch our drift and we bring it back. Mm -hmm. And that can be a huge game changer for us in the, you know, in the, in the, at the speed of the world. And by the way, I'd say we're in slow motion compared to where we're headed. But that's not a problem. It's like being in the eye of the storm. It's always calm in the middle of the crazy storm. Yeah, and I, I agree with you that the, where we're headed is uh, is just um, compounding and exponential speed of, um, of, of connections with people, of, uh, mm-hmm. of the um, uh, technology advancing, of, of the world getting better. And one of the things that I, I say, and I've been have have been criticized on this, and like, don't you don't you watch the news, Brian? And I say we live in the in the best time in the history of the world, the best place in the history of the world. It's getting better, and it's getting better fast, and it's it and uh, it's exciting to watch it happen, but it's exhilarating to be part of making it happen. And I, I see I see what you're doing 
with uh, the the focus on integrity, um, whole, entire, undiminished, uh, as as part of the uh, making the world better uh, at a rapid pace. And uh, mm-hmm. do you do you see things that way? Yeah, I do, and I think you're exactly right. We have more capability, more resources, more connection, more science, uh, more wisdom than we have ever had in the history of the human race. And so the question is, what do we do with that? Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that's why integrity is such a critical part of this. Is um, and and I always say that integrity is not. We you know I always say in organizations. Billions of dollars is spent on compliance and rules, and 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 I I so often say that compliance is the high price we pay for not valuing integrity, and and integrity certainly will prevent terrible things from happening. But I think exactly with what you're talking about, I think that's maybe ten percent of this of the value of integrity. The ninety percent value of integrity is what it unleashes. It's the potential. Um, when we truly understand it and understand it from the standpoint of everything being whole, entire, and undiminished. And if we, if we can get to the tipping point on that, imagine what we could do with the resources and the connections literally around the globe and certainly eventually probably well beyond what we can see beyond <laughs> this planet. So um, yeah. I, I do. I think there's, there's great optimism um, you know, that's just waiting to be discovered. Well, we you know we started Brave Hearts Radio in September of uh, 2019. Uh, this this uh, we should, you know, today uh, March second, uh, 2020. So we're about six months into it. Um, we are uh, you know we're a global um, because you know because of the internet. We're uh, mm-hmm. six continents, 17 countries, 50 states. Uh, but I, I believe that we're the we're the only inhabited planet that the radio signal has gotten to at this point. So so, uh, you know, we, 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 we may just have to wait for that, but, uh, uh, but um, uh, it, you know, all, all kidding aside, um, we, we are moving in the direction, uh, I think, rapidly of, 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 a, of a connectedness in, in uh, a spiritual connectedness. I, I have no other way of putting it with where people have this understanding of being um uh, connected to one another and with one another at the at the most uh, at the most basic and and uh, uh, most important ways. Um, yeah. Whole, and, and that you know, whole entire in undiminished. That's um, that's a, a, that covers it um, completely as far as I see it. So. Um, yeah. And I, and I would say on that too, Brian, that. Um, that when we understand and we connect deeply to our own core, we're much more likely to see everyone else differently. And then it allows for the connection to them realizing they also have a depth within their own core, whether they realize it or not, at least we can see it from our own experience of doing the hard work of uh, digging to your core values. And, you know, maybe we can spend a little time as we move forward on that whole idea of what that digging looks like. Let's talk about that when we come back from our next break and uh, moving along at the uh, speed of light here with uh, John G. Blumberg, uh, Blumberg ROI, and uh, the Return on Integrity uh, Leadership Series of Books. Uh, We'll be back on the other side of 60 Seconds on Bravehearts Radio. Stick with us. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. 
Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're tuned into voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're talking about return on integrity. Connect with us on our sponsor website, BraveHeartsForKids.org. BraveHearts flagship program is SpotlightHope.org. And going into the third segment, I always mention the National Day Calendar, NationalDayCalendar.com, a terrific sponsor of the BraveHearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity. Uh, Today, uh, March 2nd, is Banana Cream Pie Day. It's Old Stuff Day, and it's Read Across America Day. That's also known as Dr. Seuss Day. And uh, so that's uh, that's your National Day calendar for March 2nd. Always a lot of fun with the National Day calendar. Uh, two weeks, we'll have uh, Marlo Anderson, from the, the founder of the National Day calendar, on uh, Bravehearts Radio. And uh, I know you're going to want to tune into that, too. So uh, my guest today is John G. Blumberg from uh, his, uh, um, uh, business is uh, Blumberg ROI, BlumbergROI.com. Uh, he is the author of uh, Return of on Integrity, the new definition of ROI and why leaders need to know it. And then one, that's, that's for the CEO and uh, for everyone else, uh, for all of us, there's Return on Integrity, the individual's journey to the one essential thing. It reminds me that um, in leadership, we often, uh, we often uh, trying to understand that everyone is a leader. Everyone has to lead themselves before they can expect others to follow them. So they kind of have to know where they're going in order for to have others follow them. And that's uh, that's part of the the idea of of finding uh, the the core values, finding the core. Uh, is 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 that right, John? Yeah, I would say that's uh, very true, Brian. In fact, I, I think of it from a leadership standpoint. In fact, when I first started speaking, I did a lot on leadership skills, but I really came to this question of what really fuels leadership? In fact, what really fuels everything? And over a period of uh, a lot of research and searching, it, 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 everything brought me back to the core. And so what are the core values that define and, and really make up the fuel that fuels everything an individual does that then fuels everything that a leader does. And I and I mentioned uh, while we were uh, chatting during the break um, uh, that um, uh, I, I recognize that you're tougher on your kids than your parents were on you. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and that has to yeah. do with this. Uh, you, you tell the story. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I always laugh at um I decided in the second grade that I was going to put a water fountain in our backyard. So I literally dug this trench from the, you know, the faucet, you know, that was on the house. And then I dug this like two inch uh, ditch that went all the way across the yard and then put a nozzle on the end and got some sack creep. And before you know it, I had this really nice uh, water fountain with marigolds all around it. And then, you know, of course, the nozzle was stuck in the sack creep. I, I used to laugh about that, uh, thinking there is no way in the world in our home would I let my kids dig this trench. But my mom uh, 
uh, bless her soul, she uh, let me get away with some things like that. And it actually turned out to be, you know, really nice. Now, little did I know that it would be years later in my professional career that the analogy of digging for your core values would uh, probably, have, those were probably some seeds that were planted back then. But now I talk about not digging for a water fountain, but in, in, in a very similar kind of way, it's like digging a hundred foot water well. You know, that you really got to dig down uh, to be able to push through a lot of stuff to eventually get to the values that are in your core. And it, it takes a lot of work. And back when I dug that water fountain, uh, I still remember I had such horrible blisters uh, on my hands that night. I could hardly sleep, but I'd only dug half a trench. So I uh, had, to, had to keep going. And I think sometimes when we're digging for our core values, it's, it's actually a very similar kind of situation. You have to work on it a while, put it away. Work on it a while, put it away. It's not go away for a weekend and you just nail this thing down. I think the digging actually is just as, well, no, I would say the digging is the most important part of it. That's what, you know, that's what, that's what gets you there. That's what uh, gets you there. And yeah, and it's the struggle of getting there that teaches you you know, so much, um, you know, Brian, I know we've talked about this before, that what people really want in discovering their core values is that they want to give me a list of 30 words and let me pick my favorite five. And I just, you know, I just don't think that really accomplishes a lot. Or I'll pick this instrument and it'll tell me what my core values are. You know, yeah. a lot of good data points can help you along the way, experiences and relationships. And all of those are data points. But it really is about digging through a lot of dirt to eventually have this incredible discovery of the water at the bottom of the well. It's, um, it's so that can be really important. It's something that um, it, it seems to me. It you know it's uh, you, you you can dig and dig and dig, but it's it it's like it it will come to you when it when it will come to you. Uh, yeah, that's and, a good point. Uh, you know the uh, something that that I uh, came up with an understanding uh, as part of the you know as part of my experience with the circle of integrity was the idea that that um, uh, fearlessness is such an important value to me whether that's the uh, the integrity uh, uh, aspect or or a core value but fearlessness not courage. Uh, courage being the uh, overcoming fear, like John Putnam's quote. He said, courage, courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is the conquest of fear. And courage isn't uh, recklessness. It's not the you know, it's not the cowboy that says, Here, hold my beer, watch this, you know. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's recklessness. Uh, it passes for fearlessness in our world. But fearlessness, as I'm describing that, that's, that's something of... Um, of a sense that there is nothing to fear, and yeah. when 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 I have that feeling, when 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 I have that feeling, man, that 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 it, I I I use the the term effortless in conjunction with fearlessness because things become fearless and effortless. Think you know what what you're doing becomes effortless when you're fearless, and it's. Um, I suppose it's not something that you can say I'm going to I'm going to decide that it just has to come to you. That one, yeah. I think that's exactly right. In fact, this whole idea of fear, and I think there's a, a real connection to where, when we're digging to our core values. Um, uh, in fact, I can remember one night my brother and I were having a conversation, and it really came down to exactly what you're talking about, is when we, when we release ourselves from fear, including the fear of death, then everything is possible. And you're right, it's not about being reckless, um, but it opens possibilities. And so... Um, I think that's a you know I think that's exactly right. And as you're trying to dig and discover what these values are, um, uh, you know, because I do think a lot of people are kind of afraid of what they'll discover or what will it cost them, as opposed to what possibly could it unleash, you know, mm-hmm. for them. And that's where the digging um, can be really helpful. Now, I I I always like to provide some help on that and. Because I do know that, you know, I developed this very sophisticated tool to determine if somebody knew their core values called a blank sheet of paper. But, uh, <laughs> you know, what, the, what, are, what are your values? And that can be pretty challenging. So over a two-year period, I actually 
um, in asking people to do that blank sheet of paper exercise, um, I collected what they put down with their permission. And on my website, there's actually this tool called the Core Values Brainstorming List. And I'm, 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 I take the risk that people aren't going to just take it and take their favorite word because there's not 30, there's 750 unique terms that people actually wrote down when given that blank sheet of paper. Um, and certainly on that list, there are wants and needs and values and behaviors. Um, but I just put it in alphabetical order and never have eliminated anything that anybody's um, turned in. Um, but if you go to the website um, and look at the tool button and go to individual tools, you'll see it as a PDF that you can download. And because it's in alphabetical order, um, you, you know, one word has nothing to do with the next word, except it allows your mind to want, you know, wonder and wander. And, and it's a great brainstorming tool, you know, just to come up with ideas as you metaphorically are digging to the water. And by the way, you can't, the water has no value if you don't dig to where it is, right? <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that's right. It's, it's only wet when you get there. Uh, you know, you, every, everything reminds me of a story, John, and, and you, you remind me of uh, uh, Charles Calvi, who was uh, one of my teachers at the business school at Valley City State University in uh, North Dakota way back when I was a, a college student. And he was he was my teacher for a couple classes, and he, he made an announcement at the beginning of the class. He said that anyone who wants an A just come up and talk to me after the class and I'll get you your A, he said. But if you come to class and you study and you learn the material, it'll be valuable to you for your whole life, for your whole career. And uh, what you were just describing seemed seemed a lot like what he was saying is that you can, you can download a, a list of uh, core values and say, well, I'll pick those five and, and, um, uh, because they sound good. And that mm-hmm. that uh, that you're not you're not there to pass a test, uh, it, you know. It's not you're not being graded against someone else in this. Uh, that there is no there is no real value to a core value unless it's really your value, right? That's it. That's exactly right. Um, and that's such a good analogy. Uh, yeah, because it's the journey of learning and discovering. And it sounds like that's exactly what he was, you know, talking about. What What is the real value in this proposition? And the digging, in this case, is exactly where the value comes from. And you'll learn so much about yourself on your way. In fact, I've, I've actually said um, that what you discover at the end almost isn't as valuable as what you've learned along the way. And now that's not totally true because what you've learned along the way is what gives value to what you've discovered at the end. And so, you know, it's a both and kind of scenario. So uh, we're just, we're at the, uh, up against a break right now. We're going to go to one more break and we'll come back and wrap things up with uh, John G. Blumberg with uh, Return on Integrity on uh, Voice America's Brave Hearts Radio. Uh, stick with us. We'll be back on the other side of 60 Seconds. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. 
You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the Mission Specialist. You're tuned in to VoiceAmerica.com, where we're the leader in live Internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today we're talking about return on integrity. Check out our sponsor website, BraveheartsForKids.org. Uh, our guest is John G. Blumberg, and you can check out his website, BlumbergROI.com, B-L-U-M-B-E-R-G-R-O-I.com for return on integrity. And, uh, uh, you know, going into the break, uh, talking about uh, digging for those core values, John, and, you know, oh, I guess that's a long time ago. A long time ago, I worked on an oil rig, and it was one of those jobs that, um, uh, you know, it was a good-paying job in in North Dakota, especially for a 20-year-old kid, and uh, there were times, and the way it works is you drill um, 40 feet, uh, about 12,000 feet altogether, but you drill 40 feet at a time, and then uh, the the uh, uh, you, you put on another piece of drill pipe, and sometimes you'd be drilling through granite, and it would just, it would take forever, but it meant that you didn't have much pipe changing to do during a shift. And sometimes you're drilling through salt or you'd hit a pocket of water and it would just, uh, it would just be, it would just zip right through that. So sometimes digging for your core values goes quickly. Sometimes it's more difficult. Yeah, Brian, that's exactly right. I think when you're digging for your core values, you hit these, like probably when you were digging, you know, the oil on the oil rig, you hit this really hard rock. And I, I think that's exactly what happens is all of a sudden you're going long and, I think sometimes you hit this values fatigue, like I'm so sick of thinking about this right now, and that's one of the perfect times just to put it away, go live life for a couple of days and come back to it. And I think that that time is on your side. Time is one of the gifts uh, mm-hmm. that you know really plays out well here when you're when you're trying to dig and you hit some of that rock along the way. Yep, and I I, I, I got to absolutely agree with you, John. Uh, you'd mentioned uh, uh, something about the AMPM formula, and uh, I wanted to yeah, make sure so, we cover that before we uh, before we wrap things up. Yeah, so I, I look at it this way: it's one thing to know your values, meaning you can list them. It's another to really get to know them and have an intimate relationship with those values. So I always say every day, and let's just take it from the individual side, is that every every night you know, when you put your head on your pillow, the PM part of this is you, you go down your list of values. And people always say, how many values should I have? And I don't know the answer to that question, but I'm absolutely certain of this. You cannot live what you cannot remember. And so let's just say you sit on the side of the bed, go across your day. Where did they show up and celebrate it? Or where could they have showed up and, and learned from that? Or where did you drift and not maybe even violated a value? Again, catch the drift and bring it back. So look at the day and learn from that. And then the AM side of the formula is in the morning. Look at your calendar. Who am I going to meet with? What decisions do I have to make? What challenges do I face? And as you look at the day, look and say, where is the opportunity to plug in these values? And over a period of time, you will get to know those values in a very profound and intimate kind of way. And that's really when you know what your core is. That is, uh, that's some really positive, uh, uh, I mean, practical tips. Um, there's something that occurred to me when you're describing the PM, you know, when you say, when, where did I drift? What did I, you know, how, what, what went well? Where did I drift? What, one of the things that, that I do, you know, I do the, uh, what if it were possibles? And I, I, mm-hmm. I instead of to-do list, it's a possibility list. And a couple of them that I have at the very beginning of the day when I walk around in the house and recite these uh, to myself is one of the very first ones is, what if it were possible to always, always, always practice positive self-talk and have a sense of humor about it when I don't because what I what I found is that if I can if, if I if I beat myself we have a tendency to beat ourselves up 
and then to really beat ourselves up for beating ourselves up. You know, when you're, you know, when you're, you know, a positive thinker and when, you know, teaching positive thinking. So, uh, I, I, I found that that was a real pr- dilemma for me. Is like, uh, if I, if, you know, if I have a negative thought, I, I have a really, I'm just beat myself up for having a bat. You know, <laughs> just, and it's a downward mm-hmm. spiral. So, um, so to to let that let let that just happen. Yeah, never use it to beat yourself up, right? It's a, you always use it for a teachable moment, and that is the gift of the drift, is it will always teach you something that can be very, very positive. And, you know, drift, uh, drift guards are, uh, you know, that's, those are people, right? Yeah, those are people that, you know, um, you know, I think of it this way, is the name some drift guards, give them what your values are, what you're claiming, and uh, these are people that care enough about you to tell you the truth. I always just say they love you enough to tell you the truth, and you love them enough to accept the truth when they tell you what you don't want to hear. And those can be very, very powerful. You know, we want that. We want people that catch our drift, right? Um, yeah. or, or get our drift. Just, I mean, I actually want people, you know, get my drift. Uh, what yeah. we need is people that catch our catch our drift and bring us back. Kind of push you, push you back away from the, uh, the 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 weeds on the shore into the uh, channel and and smooth sailing again. Um, yeah, the drift. You know, when you, it's it's uh, just something like a uh, personal board of directors, perhaps. There you go. That's that's the one way to look at. Certainly, a personal yeah. values uh, board of directors. The the drift guard. Well, there, you know, there's uh, uh, the uh, the the book "Return on Integrity: The Individual's Journey to the One Essential Thing." John G. Blumberg, um, it, ROI redefined. One of the, one of my favorite books. I just have to tell you that, and, and you know, and, and uh, as, as Sherry and I say, you're just saying that. And I say I'm just saying that because it's true. You know, uh, it's uh, it's. I think it's one of the most important topics that we have, and uh, you're a tremendous leader in this field. When are the uh, uh, upcoming Circle of Integrity uh, at Morton Arboretum, and do you have other locations lined up for that now? Yeah, we're well, really trying to make that kind of the place where we hold them. Uh, one coming up in just a couple of weeks is on March the 19th, um, and uh, then there will be one every other month uh, throughout the year. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, what, what, you know, we learn from each one of those and, uh uh, you know, each one's different. So, uh, but we uh, at least right now the goal is to uh, really make a Morton Arboretum and and here in mm-hmm. Chicago land uh, the place and where we hold them. Uh, go to BlumbergROI.com, B-L-U-M-B-E-R-G-R-O-I.com to find out about the Circle of Integrity. Get the uh, Return on Integrity book. Man, the time has just flown by here today, John. I want to thank the. Uh, uh, brave hearts out there for joining us. Uh, we have been talking about the return on integrity, the uh, uh, individual's journey to the one essential thing with John G. Blumberg on Brave Hearts Radio. Remember to check out our BraveHeartsForKids.org and follow and like us on Facebook and email me at missionspecialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. And please plan to join us every Monday at 4 Eastern, 1 Pacific. Next week, we will be talking about playing with purpose. And we will have as our special guest, uh, Chris Schroeder from the Josiah Quincy Orchestra Program in Boston. Remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere. And we'll see you next week. Until then, be well. Thanks again for joining us this week for Brave Hearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time. 